Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, Montana? Can you feel it? I'm starting to feel it. We're only, let me do the math here, four days out from the Super Bowl. I can't wait. Uh, You just feel the electricity building up in the air as we get closer and closer to one of the best days on the sports calendar. How you doing on a Thursday? It's Andrew Houghton sitting in for Coulter Nuanez today on your Thursday. You don't see me if you're watching us on SWX Montana or the ESPN MT app because I'm just going to be sitting behind the glass today. We've got a skeleton crew down here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Colter Nuanez, of course, still working his way back, a new father. Uh, he'll be in and out of the studio. Don't worry, he'll be back in the studio live tomorrow with Rajim Seabrook as well as Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. And Jeff Safford's on the road. Grizz Hockey going into their conference tournament tonight, taking on Utah State at 7 p.m. down there in Salt Lake City. Uh, We'll have that game for you, both on 102.9 ESPN and I believe the ESPN MT app as well. Uh, That's coming up airtime tonight at 6.45 p.m. But before we get to that, we got a great show for you today. Again, happy to be with you for the next two hours here on Nuanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Jam-packed show. Plenty of Super Bowl talk coming up in both the first and second hours. We've also got some giveaways for you, our, our Floco Coffee Company giveaway that we're doing in partnership with Florence Coffee Company, as well as two pairs of lift tickets to Lost Trail Ski Area. So keep listening and uh, keep those phones handy, 406 406- 888-1029 is the number if you want to join the conversation or uh, win free Florence Coffee Company or lift tickets to Lost Trail. Just keep listening for your chance to win those giveaways. Today, we're going to open up with Coulter Nuanas in just a couple minutes here. The Big Big Sky Spotlight brought to you by Maldonado Law. Coulter Nuanas talking a little bit about the Super Bowl, Big Sky players, Montana players, and coaches who have a connection to the Super Bowl, both this year and in past years. Uh, he's also going to talk a little bit about, of course, National Signing Day was yesterday, so both Montana and Montana State adding to their football recruiting classes for the class of 2024. So Colter Nuanez will run all that down for you in just a couple minutes. Second segment. Class AA Spotlight. As you know, Class AA Basketball Tournament is going to be in Missoula this year. We're excited to bring you coverage all month long leading up to those tournaments. 
In the second segment, I caught up with Billings West star Courtney Grossman. Uh, One of the best players in the state. She's headed to Eastern Washington after this season to play college basketball. So I caught up with Billings West girls basketball star Courtney Grossman. Billings West actually heading into a huge crosstown game later tonight against undefeated Billings Skyview. That's one of the better games, I think, in the state that we're going to get this week. So we talked a little bit about that as well. Segment number three. Back with me in studio, talking a little bit of NBA trade deadline, which went off earlier this afternoon. Not a ton of of earth-shaking moves, but maybe a couple that moved the needle uh, for contenders in both the Eastern and Western Conference, so we'll do that as well. And then segment four and five, Coulter and Brooks Nuwana has all things Super Bowl to take you home here on a Thursday. I know they're going to be talking the betting line over-under, the narratives going into the game. Everything that you could want for a Super Bowl preview with Coulter and Brooks Nuanez. But before we get there, here's the Big Sky Spotlight. Uh, Coulter Nuanez breaking down National Signing Day as well as Big Sky and Montana connections to the Super Bowl. Time for our Big Sky Spotlight presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. Coulter Nuanez coming to you remotely. A couple different things to touch on. First of all, we're going to give you a couple thoughts on National Signing Day yesterday. Crazy I've said this for a couple years now, but since the institution of the early signing day, the traditional national signing day that lands on the first Wednesday of every February has sort of, I don't want to say lost its luster, but it's not nearly the, the pomp and circumstance and the big blowout that it used to be, especially for the Montana schools. The Montana schools seem to sign the majority of their players, especially their prep recruits, during the early signing period in December. Then they finish up with their mid-year guys, their transfers, and and a lot of times those are announced even before National Signing Day. Like that's what the Grizz did this year. They they announced eight mid-year guys because the semester started several weeks before National Signing Day rolls around, and then they had announced eight more, excuse me, four more for the Grizz new guys on Wednesday, and then eight more. Uh, at Montana State. Montana State included their mid-year guys within that eight. So three transfers and five uh, prep guys in the uh, new eight Bobcats, whereas for the Grizz, four prep newcomers that signed on Wednesday to add to the eight transfers that they inked at the mid-year. So uh, it's crazy. It used to all be leading up to one big day and you'd reveal a class of 25 to 30 to 35 to sometimes as many as 40 especially at the fcs level fbs level you can only sign 25 because everybody's a full scholarship guy but i mean you'd see classes with three dozen plus kids in them at the fcs level now you're sort of divided into like three or even sometimes four different parts because there'll be another transfer cycle post spring ball into the summer as well so that's all to say that it's sort of a moving target now. So here, here's some thoughts. As I always remind you as well, it's all TBD. I mean, first of all, at the Montana schools, when it comes to the, the high school kids that are coming in, it's going to be about development and retention, and those two things go hand in hand. You never know when a guy is going to want to leave for some other opportunity, whether that's because of playing time, a position coach change, Uh, doesn't fit in with the area or the school or his team or lack of playing time or lack of ability or elevated ability. There's just so many different things that go into it. So I I really don't know. All I can give you is what I think that the the reasons that the schools are adding these specific pieces and maybe just a couple thoughts about a few of them. So we'll start with the Grizz uh, simply because that's the, the list I have in front of me right out the gates here. Uh, the four new guys that they added, Krishan Gordon, who's a, a graduate transfer cornerback from Fresno State. He's from Oceanside, California, so that's San Diego area. So Justin Green, recruiting coordinator there at Montana. He's from uh, San Diego. Bobby Houck, of course, coached at San Diego State for several years, so he's got ties there. They've recruited that area pretty well. Ty Morrison, who's a junior college kicker and punter, from uh, the College of the Canyons. He's from Valencia, California. So he'll come in. Uh, Grizz are going to have another punter battle. They've had uh, a turnover at punter multiple times in recent years. First, it was Brian Buschini, winning national freshman of the year, and then transferred to Nebraska. Then it was Patrick Rohrbach, an All-American, 
FCS punter of the year, and then he transfers to Arizona State, but to go to the Flight Academy, not even to play football. Then this last year, it was a senior in Travis Benham who was good. So you expect Rock, or excuse me, you expect Morrison to uh, at least fit in the mix there at punter, and maybe he can also compete at kicker. The Grizz do graduate Nico Ramos, but they also return Grant Glasgow. So uh, maybe a position battle at both the specialist spots there uh, for Montana. And then the uh, the new um, prep guys that the Grizz were uh, able to add include Monty Gilman, who's the younger brother of Eli Gilman, who was the Jerry Rice winner as the National Freshman of the Year. And then Matt Hilden, who's an offensive line prospect. Huge. I mean... I'm always interested at guys that have this level of size. If you are 6'6", 305 as a high school senior, when you're not going to the FBS, that's either a great recruiting job, and I have a fantastic recruiting job, or you're a project. You have some room to grow in terms of athleticism and skill. You already have the size. That's sort of the ways that you look at the offensive lineman, right? You don't want to bring in a guy who has great athleticism and skill and maybe needs to put on you know, 40, 50, 60, even as much as 70 pounds, or you bring the other type of guy in who already has the frame, he's huge, he's he's got the weight already, and you're trying to mold him into uh, a guy that has, you know, the footwork and the athleticism and the, the burst off the line and, and all that sort of stuff. So those that's your four new Grizz. The other eight uh, that the Grizz added during the uh, – the midpoint, we kind of already talked about this. Myself and Andrew Houghton went through all these as well. Cade Cutler is a transfer from Montana State. He's a Phillipsburg kid, played at Flint Creek High School. Uh, his dad was the coach there, so uh, he's got a lot of pedigree. He's battled some shoulder injury stuff uh, the last couple years, but uh, he's a good size safety. I really liked him in high school. thought he was a tough, smart player and really versatile. Logan Fife coming in at quarterback. That's obviously uh, an obvious reason why Clifton McDowell officially signed with Temple yesterday. So Logan Fife, a transfer from Fresno State as well, uh, he'll come in and compete for the starting quarterback job with Kiali Liayat, among others. Pat Hayden, an FCS to FCS transfer. He's a 6'2", 280-pound graduate transfer from Monmouth. Those that have followed Grizz football for a while, you remember Monmouth was in town in 2019. That was when they were first sort of on their rise. Uh, good program. So he'll, he'll provide some, uh, some depth, at least on the interior defensive line. Everett Johnson is a transfer from Cal, 6'7", 300 pounds. The Grizz uh, have done a really good job in the portal, a variety of different positions, but they've done particularly well along the offensive line. You also wonder how much they've needed that as well, though, because they haven't really been able to develop that many headlining-type players. Brandon Casey, sort of the exception to that rule, he's a first-team all-conference guy coming back for his senior year. They recruited him out of high school. Journey Grimsrud's coming along. Liam Brown is coming along. So both those guys... Uh, good stories of development. But the stalwarts on the Grizz offensive line the last couple of years, uh, A.J. Forbes, particularly at center, Chris Walker, particularly at left tackle. And then last year, maybe not as much this year, Hunter McGinnis at right guard. All those guys were FBS draft downs, so maybe Everett Johnson's the next in line there. Vi Cajeo, he's a uh, graduate transfer linebacker from San Diego State. Went to Bishop Minogue High School in Reno, so that's a pretty big-time program there. Kenzel Lawler. He's a cornerback transfer from Utah. So that's a good addition there as well. Andres Lehrman, defensive end, uh, graduate transfer from Youngstown State. And then Stevie Rocker. He's a six foot, 215 pound running back, comes to Montana from uh, Arizona. So, as far as the transfer guys, um, I don't think they'd be bringing them in if they didn't think they could, at the very least, push a position group forward, create competition. And uh, add some depth. So um, I think all those guys will at least be in the mix to probably play. And then we'll see. We'll see who rises to the top. Uh, the Montana State side is our Big Sky Spotlight. Presented by Dave Maldonado, Maldonado Law. Visit BigSkyDefender.com for any and all of your legal needs. The five prep guys that the Cats brought in. Corey Boyd, who's a six foot, 170-pound defensive back out of Dallas, Texas. Three guys, actually. Three DBs from Dallas. Or from uh, Texas, excuse me. Carson Williams. Is from Houston, went to Westfield High School. Corey Boyd from Dallas went to Wiley East High School. And Seth Johnson is from Frisco. So right outside of Dallas, he went to Reedy High School. The other two prep guys that uh, the Cats signed, they signed McLean Berkeley, who's a, a great athlete out of Billings Senior. Uh, they have him slated, listed at least as a wide receiver, six foot two, 285 pounds. 
And then Davion Superales, he's a uh, quarterback out of Puyallup, Washington, Graham Kapowson High School. If you listen to the press conference with Brent Vegan, you can find that at SkylineSportsMT.com. When I was a sports writer out in Washington, Graham Kapowson is a, a powerhouse high school. They have a, a big-time program. They produced a lot of talent. The uh, Cats signed a wide receiver in the early period that's from Graham Kapowson as well, so that's probably what led them to Super Alice. They also had a quarterback opening because Luke Abshire, he decided to um, forego the rest of his eligibility. He got engaged, so he's going to be married. He's getting close to graduating, so uh, he just decided to move on. So that's your five from the Cats side of things from the prep ranks. And then the three, I guess four now, uh, transfers they brought in. We already talked about Rohan Jones. He was announced during the early period. He's a tight end transfer from Maine. He's originally from uh, Montreal. But then the other uh, transfer additions, Alec Eckert, who is a defensive lineman originally from Lewiston, Idaho, comes to Montana State by way of Washington State. Samora Ezekiel, he's an offensive line transfer. He's originally from Fort Worth, comes to Montana State from North Texas. He's a guy that they recruited pretty heavily when he was in high school. Uh, So they end up getting him the second try around. And then Dylan Rollins is the headliner of this class, probably the biggest splash that happened yesterday on National Signing Day. Rollins, of course, was the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year his senior year at Sentinel High School, one of the the, uh, top offensive line prospects to come out of both Missoula and Montana in recent years. He went to BYU, he redshirted, and then went on a, a two-year uh, LDS mission, which he is still on, and then he'll, when that mission is finished, he will join the Bobcats. So not sure how ready he's going to be to contribute right away, but he does have a lot of um, pedigree, and uh, he was highly recruited. He's got a lot of talent, so we'll see. He also has a, a great lineage at Montana State. Of course, his father, Josh, and his brother, Byron, were uh, – Bobcats that were big-time contributors as well. So in terms of the transfers, I mean, you bring in Alec Eckert because you needed another guy there on the inside after Sebastian Valdez uh, went to the University of Washington. Offensive line, you lost a couple guys to the portal and Rush Reimer and Omar Abedian. So Ezekiel makes sense and Rollins makes sense. And then as far as the uh, the prep guys, I mentioned Luke Abshire. That's why you bring in a quarterback. And then the, the DBs, I mean, you can never have enough DBs and it seems like Recruiting DBs from Texas is a pretty good strategy. So, uh, as always, the rest of this is just uh, to be determined when it comes to how these guys pan out. Listen to Nuanas now here on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you remotely. You'll hear from me plenty during this show. you hear me and Brooks Nuanas talking all things Super Bowl from a storyline perspective and a betting perspective for most of our number two. You'll serve from Andrew Houghton. And uh, he's got some fun stuff coming up, including an interview with Courtney Grossman, who's one of the top returning players for the Class AA defending state champs in girls' hoops. She's from Billings West. She's headed to Eastern Washington. So that'll be a fun interview, our latest edition of the Class AA Spotlight. It's also the NBA trade deadline today, so that uh, Andrew has some of that coming up. And, of course, we'll talk as much Super Bowl as we possibly can today, tomorrow, the rest of the week, leading up to the big game on Sunday. Our Big Sky Spotlight presented by Maldonado Lav. Visit BigSkyDefender.com. A lot of this info I'm about to give you as far as Big Sky players and and Big Sky guys, guys with Big Sky Conference connections in the Super Bowl, you might already know because I told you two years ago, I actually got a lot of these notes from a previous show outline, but I was going through it and I didn't remember quite a bit of this. So since I'm the one that told you (laughs) and I don't even remember, uh, we'll rehash it a little bit. Plus, it's always just fun to go through. And even if you know, it's a good reminder, good trivia, you know, good water cooler or a bar side table conversation. So here's some Big Sky Conference ties to the Super Bowl. Of course, uh, Grizz defensive analyst Tim Houck, who's an all-time great Grizz. Uh, he played in the Super Bowl as a player. He also won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles back in 2018. One of the great interviews in the history of this radio show came uh, the morning after the Super Bowl. Gave Coach Houck a call, and Tim was ready to roll. I, I don't think he'd even slept from the night before. He was so ecstatic. He told us that he's drinking about 10 cups of coffee by the time he came on the show, but he was just living the dream, and that was that was cool to hear from him. Colt Anderson, who's a Cincinnati Bengals head coach, played nine years himself in the NFL, Montana alum. Uh, he, he was in the Super Bowl with the Bengals. They lost that Super Bowl, unfortunately, but Colt has been there in the big game. Uh, Bill Kohler, who is a Montana State alum, the statue in the studio, that's of Coach Kohler. He's a college football Hall of Famer, played 10 years in the NFL 
but he's more well-renowned for his time as a defensive line coach throughout the NFL. He has a Super Bowl ring with the Denver Broncos. He was the defensive line coach there, so he helped Von Miller earn uh, Super Bowl MVP honors. So uh, that that's a, the first ring worth uh, recognizing. Bob Beers, who's a Montana former Montana linebacker, he's got a couple rings with the Broncos from his time both coaching and as a scout. So uh, always fun. I mean, Coach Beers has worn his rings to the Montana Football Hall of Fame and showed those off pretty good. Our great friend, the main man, Marty Mornowake. He is uh, our NFL analyst, so happy to have him. More than a quarter century coaching in the NFL, and uh, he went to the Super Bowl several times. He's got a ring from his time with the Green Bay Packers. He's obviously a, a University of Montana alum, former Grizz quarterback, and then spent the formative time of his uh, coaching career coaching in the NFL with stops in Green Bay, San Francisco, Philadelphia for the longest stint. Uh, and then he was in New York with the Jets. Of course, he was the head coach of the Lions for a brief moment in time as well. And then finished it out with the Baltimore Ravens and then had a couple years as a special assistant there uh, in Philly the second time around. So uh, a prestigious career with uh, several Super Bowl appearances. Our guest on our ESPN roundtable yesterday was Jan Stenerud. He's a pro football Hall of Famer, a Montana football Hall of Famer, a Montana State Bobcat Hall of Famer, and uh, a proud bearer of a Super Bowl four ring. He and the Kansas City Chiefs won the last Super Bowl when the Super Bowl was the AFL champ versus the NFL champ. That's why it's called the Super Bowl. It used to be the big game between the two big leagues. And then after the Chiefs won it in 1970, the two leagues merged. So uh, Stenerud, the uh, the last AFL champion to outright win a Super Bowl ring, he was the kicker on that team, and he kicked three field goals in Kansas City's 23-7 to victory over the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Big Sky Spotlight presented by Dave Maldonado, Maldonado Law. A couple other Super Bowl rings with Big Sky ties. Jimmy Ferris, a former Grizz wide receiver. He was on the New England Patriots when they went back-to-back in 2001 and 2002. And then Travis Johnson. He got a Super Bowl ring, even though he was just a practice squad player. He's a former Bobcat wide receiver. He was on the practice squad for the Tampa Bay Bucks when uh, Tom Brady won his last Super Bowl ring. Other guys to play in the Super Bowl that didn't win a Super Bowl ring, Dane Fletcher, Montana State alum, Bozeman product, who played for the Patriots, was on a losing Super Bowl Patriots team. Brock Coyle, former Grizz, also a Bozeman native. He was on the Seahawks uh, the year the Seahawks lost the Super Bowl, not the year the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. Doug Vetters, who was a Montana Grizz, turned uh, Nevada Wolfpack edge rusher, turned 1984 NFL Defensive Player of the Year, he helped spearhead the Killer Bees, the Dolphins, to uh, the uh, Super Bowl in 1984. But, of course, the Dolphins lost that year. Betters was a 10-plus-year a pro, though, an all-time great. Had one of the most successful pro careers, anybody that's attached to the, uh, the Montana schools. Sam McCollum, who was a, a great Viking and a great Seahawk wide receiver. He was on the 1975 Vikings team that lost the Super Bowl. Ron East, who's a Montana State alum. He was on the Dallas Cowboys when they lost the Super Bowl in 1970 and 1971. Tony Bodie, who was a former Bobcat running back. He was on the 1986 and 1987 Broncos who lost in the Super Bowl. Mark McGrath, uh, he was uh, he's a Montana State alum. He was on the uh, Washington Redskins team, 1983 that lost, but then he also was on the 84 Redskins team that beat the Dolphins, so he has a Super Bowl ring, so he's one of the only ones that has a loss and a win, and then uh, Mike Person, a Glendive Montana product who was a Montana State alum, and uh, he played for the 49ers in 2020, the last time they uh, lost the Super Bowl. That was their last Super Bowl appearance among the eight in franchise history. You want us now, ESPN Radio. A couple other Montanans with uh, ties to the Super Bowl. Pat Donovan, who's widely considered one of the great athletes in Montana history. He was a Dallas Cowboy. He was a four-time All-Pro for the Cowboy, and he won a pair of Super Bowls. He's from Helena, plays college ball at Stanford. And, uh, I mean, Sports Illustrated, when they did their top 100 athletes from each state, Pat Donovan was one of the top 10 from Montana. It's pretty hard to argue. Multiple-time All-Pro for one of the, the teams of the decade. In the 1970s, there for the Dallas Cowboys. And then Dewan Edwards, who hails from Columbus, Montana. He uh, 
played in many playoff games for the Ravens and the Panthers. He actually was never on one of the Ravens teams that went to the Super Bowl, although he did play right in front. He's a defensive tackle, played right in front of Ray Lewis for most of his career. He was also on the Panthers, though, when they lost the Super Bowl most recently. Uh, that was Dwan Edwards' second to last year uh, in the NFL. In the effort of time, we won't go through all the rest of the Big Sky alums here because there's quite a few of them. Probably the most notable in terms of guys that won the Super Bowl, Mark Schlereth, who's a University of Idaho alum. He was on the Washington Redskins in 1991 when they won, and then he also was on the Denver Broncos in 97 and 1998. So he's got three Super Bowl rings. Uh, that's pretty big time. Raul Allegre, he started his career at Montana, finished at the University of Texas, but he was a kicker for the Giants for two Super Bowls in the uh, late 1980s. And then Daryl Pollard is a Weber State cornerback. He won two Super Bowl titles with the San Francisco 49ers in the 1980s. And then, of course, we got to mention Cooper Cup, uh, one of the great players in the modern era of the Big Sky Conference. He was the Super Bowl MVP, an Eastern Washington alum, who then has been an all-pro and a star for the uh, Los Angeles Rams over the uh, last few years. So there you go. It's Big Sky Spotlight presented by Maldonado Lava. Visit BigSkyDefender.com. And keep on tuning in here on Nuanas Now. Andrew Houghton going to finish up here on hour number one and then plenty more Super Bowl NFL talk in hour number two. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks, Coulter, for the history lesson there on uh, Montana and Big Sky connections in the Super Bowl. Thanks as well to Maldonado Law for sponsoring the Big Sky Spotlight. As Coulter mentioned, we're going to step away from the gridiron and onto the hardwood for the next couple segments. But don't worry, there'll be plenty more Super Bowl talk in hour number two with Coulter and Brooks Nuanez previewing the game, letting you know what they think about the lines. Uh, going into that game and all of the things that you can bet on for the Super Bowl. That's coming up in hour number two. We're going to get out right now. Coming up after the break, myself, Andrew Houghton, sitting in conversation with Billings West basketball star Courtney Grossman, one of the top returning players in the state. She's got Billings West, the defending state champions, in the top five in the state in Class AA again. Uh, She's also staying in the Big Sky Conference after graduation, but she's not going to Montana or Montana State. You can learn all about that right after the break. You're listening to Nuanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I know we've been like dancing around Usher doing the halftime show all week here on Nuana is now talking about it. We've been playing like one Usher song a day or whatever. And Coulter had his hipster take about how Usher is actually not that good. Whatever, whatever. We're just going to play Usher all day today on Thursday for you because the man, whatever you think about him, has a bottomless catalog of hits. I mean, like 100 million plus YouTube caliber hits so he's got enough to fill out the bumper music for this show i'm sure we'll be playing usher next week too uh, by the way you're listening to nuanez now here on 102.9 espn radio as well as swx montana and the espn mt app i'm andrew houghton sitting behind the glass bringing you the show today in place of Coulter nuanez uh, jeff safford 
third member of our crew. He's out on the road with Grizz Hockey. We bring you that game later tonight. Uh, anyway, I'm sure we'll be playing Usher next week too because Coulter is going to like watch the halftime show think it was dope, and then we're going to come back on Monday playing all Usher songs, at least until we get to the Monday afternoon quarterback for Marty Mornerweg. Anyway, that's what we're doing today on the playlist. Happy to have you here with us on a Thursday. You heard from Colter Nuanez in segment number one, talking National Signing Day and Big Sky Connections to the Super Bowl. We're going to the hardwood here in segment number two. It's our Class AA Spotlight. We're excited to bring you content all month leading up to the Class AA Boys and Girls Tournaments taking place in Missoula just a few weeks from now. Uh, basketball season is proceeding apace. We're coming down to it, uh, and we'll be bringing you coverage from across the state leading up to those tournaments. The Class AA Spotlight brought to you in part by Montana Imaging Center. Montana Imaging offers MRIs at half the price of the other guys, and they can get you in same day or next day with a short wait time on results. Visit MontanaImagingCenter.com for more info. Class AA Spotlight also brought to you in part by Florence Coffee Company. Text me right now, 406-888-1029 for your chance to win a $10 gift card to Florence Coffee Company. Uh, you can stay You can stay up late. Uh, any day with Florence Coffee Company. The Florence Coffee Huts on South Reserve and Brook Street are now open until 8 p.m. And if you stop by between 4 and 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, you can get buy one, get one free at either kiosk. They're on South Reserve or Brook Street. Again, text me right now, 406-888-1029 for your chance to win a $10 gift card to Florence Coffee Company. Here's my conversation with Billings West basketball star Courtney Grossman. We recorded this yesterday, but talked a lot about the Golden Bears game tonight against Billings Skyview. It's a great game between two of the best teams in the state. I caught up with Courtney Grossman to talk about that, college recruiting, winning the volleyball state title, and plenty more. Here's the Class AA Spotlight with Courtney Grossman. Can't wait to bring you coverage of high school basketball all across the state of Montana leading up to those boys and girls Class AA basketball tournaments in Missoula. Uh, they're getting closer just a couple weeks away now. We're coming down to the end of the regular season. We'll have uh, interviews, analysis, recaps for you every Tuesday and Thursday here on Nuwana is Now happy to be joined now by one of the best girls basketball players in the state. It's Courtney Grossman from Billings West. The Golden Bears uh, coming off a volleyball state title in the fall. Getting it done on the basketball court as well. And Courtney Grossman, one of the top players in the state, she's committed to go to Eastern Washington to play basketball. And she joins us now for the Class AA Spotlight. Courtney, first off, thanks for doing this. Thank you. And let's just start here. What's this season been like for you? It's been uh, it's been a good year. Billings West, I believe, up at 12-2 and now, beat Belgrade on Tuesday, going into a huge game actually later tonight against the number one team in the state. Billings Skyview, so a huge crosstown matchup later tonight for the Golden Bears. But, but Courtney, what's this season been like for you, maybe with a little bit more uh, experience this year? Um, it's been super fun, and it's been fun to be playing this season, not coming off of an injury like last season, so it's been really cool. I feel like I have my legs under me. Um, and, yeah, it's just been really fun. I think even with the couple losses that we've had, it's been good just to show us what we need to work on and to motivate us at practice and stuff. Well, plenty of stuff to talk about with you. Let's go back to the fall for just a second, and and what a great run to the volleyball state title. Uh, What was that run like? I mean, I I don't think we caught up with you after that or while that was happening. Uh, Just take us back to that that triumph and and what you felt getting that done. Um, That was really awesome because we'd gone second at state the past two years before that, so it was just um, really great to finish off high school volleyball with a win and not have that that second place feeling again because that's definitely not a fun feeling and to do it with my teammates that I've played with for a really long time was super cool and then as my mom as head coach that was super fun too to do it with her. What's it like for you going from from season to season getting from volleyball into basketball I suppose a lot of the the focus is the same but does it take you a while to get back into hoop season after you're done with volleyball? Me since basketball has always been kind of my favorite sport, I'd make sure I was in the gym a couple of nights a week after volleyball practice trying to just get some shots up. So mostly it was just super fun to be like, oh, yeah, it's like it's finally basketball season and to transition from 
volleyball to basketball. But yeah, it is a little weird at first. Sometimes the rebounds will be coming off. We'll be like wanting to set them or something, but figure it out eventually. Courtney Grossman of the Billings West girls basketball team, Golden Bears, off to a 12-2 and start. They were ranked number three in the state in the most recent poll on 406mtsports.com. Heading into a huge game actually later tonight, Thursday, uh, against Billings Skyview in a crosstown game. Courtney, how do you approach a game like that, just knowing how good Skyview is? Of course, they have a ton of talent there. Brianna Williams, uh, the defending Gatorade Player of the Year in the state. Um, and also, it's a crosstown game, right? How do you handle going into a game like that? Um, mostly, I'm just super excited. I I love playing in like closer games. I think it's super fun to just compete against really good players, and obviously, Brianna is incredible. So it's super fun to even be on the same court as her. And yeah, I'm just excited. Hopefully, go in um, and just be confident as a team in what we've done in preparation and practice, and have fun. It was a fantastic game between the two earlier in the season. Uh, middle of January, Billings Skyview beats Billings West 55-51. One of the closer games for the Falcons on their way to what's so far an undefeated record. Courtney, what did you take away from that first game against them? Uh, what did you think of the matchup? What do you have to do now to get the win this time? Um, I think that... They just did a better job of doing the little things than we did. And um, I think that as we have just practiced and um, put a lot of emphasis on the little things and making sure that um, we don't let small things like rebounding and just stuff like that um, go their way. If we're going to come out on top, then we have to do that stuff. Courtney Grossman of Billings West joining us, one of the top girls basketball players in the state, kind enough to give us a little time here for the Class AA Spotlight. And of course, Courtney, coming off not only the volleyball championship from the fall, but uh, the Class AA Girls Basketball State Championship from last year. How do you come into to a season after you've made it to the top of the mountain the year before? Um, you know, what's that feeling like knowing that you have something to defend? Um, it's definitely a little different just knowing that, um, people want to beat us for sure. So you kind of just have to have that in mind and know that you're probably going to get a lot of people's best games and best efforts. And that's really fun though, because I think it's fun to, um, compete and play competitive basketball. But yeah, mostly just, um, wanting to even get better from last season. Last season was really great, but still wanting to look back and try and and this season being better than we were last season. Just keep getting better every year. Well, walk me back to last season and the, the emotions around, you know, winning a title like that. It was a great game against Flathead in the state championship game. Just just walk me back to sort of that moment. Um, It was honestly super crazy. I think it was a little weird. It was after the boys game, so there was, like, people had really filtered out, and it kind of felt like we were playing in a cave a little bit. But, like, it, when the buzzer went off and we had won, it really was just really awesome to be there with my teammates and everyone just so happy and knowing that we had all worked the whole season for the same goal and then we'd all accomplished it at the same time. It was super fun. Courtney Grossman of Billings West joining us for the Class AA Spotlight. She's been on a great run of success there with the Golden Bears, as mentioned, defending Class AA State Girls Basketball Champions, uh, defending Class AA State Volleyball Champions, which is a title they just wrapped up in the fall. Courtney, last thing for you. You're headed to Eastern Washington to play basketball after this season. What was the recruiting process for you like? And, and of course, what stood out to you about Jody Gleason and that Eastern Washington program? Um, I didn't start my recruiting process until later, a little later in high school just because I was hurt for most of my um, previous season, so it really picked up this past summer. I did AAU basketball, and that's how I got in contact with Coach Jody. And um, she immediately was just super nice, and just felt like a like family environment. And um, I think the thing that stood out to me the most is that they made me feel like I was the most wanted there. So I just wanted to go where I was wanted, and that ended up being it. What have you thought watching them this year? Because Eastern Washington uh, was at the top of the Big Sky Conference for a while. Uh, they lost a couple games, fell off, but they're still right there contending. They've been certainly one of my favorite teams 
to watch this year. Just what do you think about going into a program like that that seems to be at least headed onto the right track? They're playing so well this year. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, they're super fun to watch. I think it's it's motivating to see that, and it gives me something to work for every day and practice now to make sure that I'm prepared to go into a program like that. I'm just super excited that um, I'm going into a program that's successful and knows how to work hard. There you go, Courtney Grossman, member of the Billings West girls basketball team, Golden Bears, 12-2, and two, one of the top five teams in the state going into a huge crosstown matchup against number one Billings Skyview this evening on Thursday. Uh, Courtney, appreciate the time. Uh, really great catching up with you, and, uh, and good luck the rest of the way. Maybe we'll catch up with you again before or during these Class AA basketball tournaments in Missoula, but appreciate your time today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. There you go. Big thank you to Courtney Grossman at Billings West. Of course, the Golden Bears going into a great crosstown game later tonight against the Billings Skyview Falcons and the defending Montana Gatorade Player of the Year, Brianna Williams. That's going to be one to watch. As I mentioned, Billings Skyview undefeated this year. but um, Billings West played them really, really close in their first matchup. Earlier in the season, that was our Class AA Spotlight. It's brought to you in part by Grizzly Disposal. Grizzly Disposal, locally owned and operated, supports local high school sports. Visit grizzlydisposal.com to get a free quote today. Grizzly Disposal, the only bears that should be in your garbage. It's Nuanas now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Andrew Houghton, sitting behind the glass, bringing in Nuanas now today. Happy to be with you on a Thursday. We're going to keep it on the hardwood here. We're going to talk a little NBA trade deadline. Not as dramatic a trade deadline as we had last season when we saw, among others, Kevin Durant uh, switching teams. But uh, I think it's a trade deadline that says a lot about where certain teams view themselves this year going into the stretch run of the NBA season. So that'll be coming up next. Thanks for listening. We'll be right. We'll be back right after this. One hundred two point nine ESPN Radio. You're listening to Nuanas now. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country, and you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. One, two, three, four. ESPN Radio. Slow Jams with Usher Raymond. Today on 102.9 ESPN Radio, you're listening to Nuanez Now. I'm Andrew Houghton, sitting in for Coulter Nuanez. I'm behind the glass. That's why you can't see me. I'm being both producer and host today on Nuanez Now. Uh, happy to have you here with me, though, on 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana and the ESPN MT app. You're going to want to keep it locked to that ESPN MT app. Later this evening, Grizz Hockey finished up their regular season last weekend with two games against the Montana State University Bobcats. They're going into their conference tournament tonight. Airtime at 6.45 p.m., puck drop at 7 p.m. right here on 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN MT app. They're taking on Utah State down there in Utah, Jeff Safford on the call as the Grizz try to get a postseason run going. We're talking NBA here on Nuanez now. Uh, trade deadline was today. It, it came up a little bit quickly, I think because there wasn't a ton of buzz going into this NBA trade deadline. You usually get a lot of drama. I think this year, a lot of the contenders... Just weren't, didn't need to, or either didn't need to, or didn't have the room or the resources to make huge moves. And I also think that, you know, with the play-in tournament now, these sort of eight through ten level teams 
in each conference. They think they can still make some noise in the playoffs if they get there, um, and that gives a lot more teams hope, and so they're not trying to to move their stars. I mean, you look at the Chicago Bulls, I know Zach Levine's been hurt, but they didn't move him. They didn't move Alex Caruso. They didn't move DeMar DeRozan. It seems like they're going to be going uh, for a shot at the play-in tournament and then see what they can do in the playoffs if they make it through the play-in tournament. I heard a crazy stat, actually, about the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls now... I mean, and that's a team that is as close to the definition of mediocre as you can get in the NBA. That DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, uh, they had Nikola Vucevic for a while. Uh, That team, just an average team, they're not going to make any noise in the playoffs. They haven't made a trade involving a player in the last 30 months. So two and a half years since the Chicago Bulls made a trade uh, around a player. I think they swapped some draft picks. Uh, around the draft last year, but that's just crazy for me for a team that's been in that position. But let's talk about some of the teams that did make moves today on Thursday for the NBA trade deadline. And I think what we saw is a really clear indication of how some of these teams view view themselves. You know who didn't make any moves, or at least any big moves on Thursday? The Denver Nuggets didn't. They didn't add. They didn't shake up their roster. They didn't try to add another piece for the playoff run. The Boston Celtics didn't. I know the Boston Celtics have made a a couple sort of secondary moves. They got Xavier Tillman from Memphis yesterday, uh, but today they didn't really do anything. I think that makes sense. I mean, like we've talked about here on Nuanez now, the Nuggets and the Celtics, they're sort of the alpha dogs in each conference, and everybody else has got questions. So not surprising to see the Nuggets and the Celtics stand pat. Also not surprising to see some of the other contenders in each conference make moves, try to add a piece for a playoff run, try to improve their standing. That included uh, just a a whole bunch of of sort of shuffling around players. Uh, The the Milwaukee Bucks and the Philadelphia 76ers swapped Patrick Beverly and Cameron Payne. So Pat Bev now to Milwaukee. How about that? I know that he's got some beef with uh, with both Dame Lillard and Doc Rivers. But, of course, who in the league does Patrick Beverly not have beef with at this point in his career? Interesting move for the Bucks, of course, with Dame Lillard coming in in place of Drew Holiday this year. Their offense has gotten better. Their defense, and especially their point-of-attack defense, has gotten a lot worse. And for whatever else Patrick Beverly is, he's going to try. He's going to hustle. He's going to be intense on defense. So interesting move for the Bucs there. Uh, The Philadelphia 76ers, aside from that move, getting rid of Patrick Beverly, they added Buddy Heald from the Indiana Pacers, which is a a great move. And, And again, that says a lot about where the 76ers see themselves. Joel Embiid, he's got this thing with his meniscus. Everybody's saying, you know, they don't know if he's going to be back later in the season in time for the 76ers to make a playoff run. What this says, the Philadelphia 76ers adding Buddy Heald from Indiana, what it says to me is that in internally, they're pretty confident that they're going to get Joel Embiid back at least for a playoff run because uh, that's not a move that you would make if you didn't have Joel Embiid there. Without Joel Embiid, I mean, that's a that's a play-in team, maybe. With him, they're a, they're a championship contender, and that's the kind of team that adds Buddy Heald. Elsewhere around the league, love the move for the Oklahoma City Thunder to get Gordon Hayward uh, from Charlotte. Gordon Hayward's sort of been like a forgotten man down there in North Carolina with the Charlotte Hornets because why would you think about I mean LaMelo Ball or uh, yeah LaMelo Ball plays about 25 games a year then he gets hurt and then there's no reason to pay attention to the Charlotte Hornets again after that so Gordon Hayward who's been down there uh, just sort of out of sight out of mind but a guy who certainly has big time playoff experience uh, and a guy who can fill a lot of roles. I mean, six seven, he can shoot, he can have the ball in his hands, he can run, pick, and roll. He's an okay defender. He's, of course, lost a step from where he was with the Utah Jazz um, before he got hurt. But but a really good piece there, a really good experience piece for Oklahoma City to uh, to sort of add to their young roster. What else we got? We got the New York Knicks. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about this with Rajim Seabrook tomorrow. The New York Knicks have been one of the stories uh, basically since the new year in the NBA. 
They got OG Ananobi. They started ripping off wins. Well, they're not done. Uh, They rescued Bojan Bogdanovic and Alec Burks from the purgatory that is the Detroit Pistons. So the Knicks, again, it says a lot, not not even about those players, but about how the New York Knicks front office views their team. They're going out. They're adding depth. They're adding shooting. They're adding wing defenders. I mean, both of those guys, really good shooters at least passable wing defenders because they have size. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, another guy who's like lost a step, but he's he's an okay wing defender. Those are the kind of guys you get if you're thinking about making a deep playoff run, if you think your team is capable of making a deep playoff run. So that says something about what the New York Knicks uh, think about themselves. That was pretty much it for the, uh, for the trade deadline this year. The Phoenix Suns got Royce O'Neal in a three-team deal with the Nets and the Grizzlies. Again, just a guy who's nice to have if you think your team's capable of making a deep playoff run. Uh, so, of course, the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal down there, of course, adding pieces for the stretch run here. But other than that, not a ton to talk about around the NBA trade deadline. I think that's indicative of, again, just the Nuggets and the Celtics being kind of the powers in both conferences and not a ton of other teams having the resources, the cap space, the draft picks, uh, the players, the the sort of um, the dispensable players, the players that they can get rid of without ruining their rotation to go out and make moves, uh, to make big earth-shaking moves in the NBA this year. Always happy to talk NBA with you here on Nuanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio. I'm Andrew Houghton. Bringing you the show today from the Missoula Broadcasting Company Studios. That'll do it for hour number one. You heard from Coulter Nuanez off the top talking National Signing Day for both Grizz and Cat football, as well as Big Sky and Montana connections to the Super Bowl. Uh, you heard from myself. I caught up with Courtney Grossman, Billings West Girls basketball stars. They head into a huge crosstown game tonight against Billings Skyview. And we also did a little wrap-up of the NBA trade deadline for you. If you need a place to to watch the NBA or any type of sports, if you want to see how maybe some of those new-look teams uh, are are faring with their new trade deadline acquisitions, if you want to check out on a random night the suddenly scorching hot New York Knicks, go to the Silver Slipper. The Silver Slipper has 55 TVs for you to watch all the sports, whether it's the NFL, the NBA, or the NHL. The Silver Slipper will have it on for you. They have drink specials every day. 20 Kino Machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team. Stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. We'll be right back to the gridiron. Coulter and Brooks Nuana is breaking down all things Super Bowl, from the betting lines to the matchups to the narratives. I can't wait. That's That's coming at you right out of the break. You're listening to Nuanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.